Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FingerLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, episode number 335 on deck. We're going to be catching up with Dustin Woods in a little bit here. We're going to be talking about the, uh, the absence of news as it were, and how it has been uh, a week that has sort of sucked the wind out of our collective sails uh, here in the Northeast and, and, and sort of across the country. It's just been just been one of those weeks where we're eyeing Christmas coming up um, a, a short few, five days away, and it just, I don't know what it is. I just can't get into it. I, it doesn't feel like Christmas. And, and some of the stuff that happened over the course of the weekend is, is taking us steps backwards from that uh, as well. Yeah, it's... Uh... 2020 started out shitty and has only gotten worse. Um, I'm ready for it to be over. Uh, hopefully things, you know, they're rolling out this vaccine. Hopefully that's going to make things well, better. Well, it is cold enough to keep the vaccine healthy in in this the room. ice box. Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so um, we want to extend our deepest condolences to uh, Psyopa Racing. Um the loss of Big Wayne last week. Uh, you know, I talked to Todd a little bit, and uh, Big Wayne was kind of Todd's left-hand man. They were kind of always together. Mm-hmm. Um, so Wayne was a was a great dude, um, always happy, always smiling, joking, uh, just a great guy to know. Um, you know, it's 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 going to be very strange, you know, seeing the Siopa crew without Big Wayne there. Um, you know, just a, just a great guy. Um, you know, just if there wasn't enough hurt in the in, in the community and in the world, they uh, we got a little more in. So, and uh, the Menard family suffering some loss yeah, over the course well. of the weekend. We, we saw that, and uh, Eric Moulet also yep. Eric lost his dad, right? Right, and it's just that uh, layer upon layer continues to stack up. Uh, Bryce Leno, he is he's suffered some loss now on on top of everything. It's just been. Yep. Not exactly been uh, uh, the the build up weekend as uh, as as it probably should be. Um, some bright lights, uh, some some high points there though. Uh, Jeremy Gully celebrating a birthday. Yep. And and God bless him. Uh, Martin was there to celebrate it with him. Yep. Which which that is certainly a highlight, you know, given the way some of the weeks have been. So that's uh, yes. that was good to see. And um, Josh Buell celebrated an, another wedding anniversary. So that was good. Um, Can you believe somebody puts up with him? <laughs> <laughs> Just you know, getting that out there. Happy anniversary, Josh. <laughs> Decker had his birthday. I don't know if you saw that. He ended up celebrating his birthday by going to the uh, finals in the tournament at one of the casinos and won that. So, and then I think Katie Katie hit for like three seventy five, which will buy some flowers at the flower shop for sir. So that was good. But um, yeah, the, the 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 thing that sort of hangs over top of all of this though um, is is the the passing of Big Wayne. And I remember one of the first times I met Big Wayne, I was pretty sure he was going to throw me out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we're, we're, were setting up at uh, it was at Bash for Cash. We were in the Siopa Pavilion, 
and I think that was that might even have been a Washington courthouse yeah. before we even got to. It was the Ross first. It was, it was the first time we went down there, and as crash horse, and, and Todd said, "Just stand on the back of the trucks and you know do do your thing, whatever." And he wasn't letting us within ten feet of that truck. <laughs> it was. It was it was really cool uh, to get to know him and and he had the, the appearance on the Derby T shirts. Remember mm-hmm. when they had those shirts done and yep. and Big Wayne was on the back of those and it was just uh, they actually put out a immemorial T shirt of Big Wayne as well. Yeah, that was on Facebook this weekend. So yeah, just man, I'm I'm ready for this all to be over and for everybody. I mean, so many people have suffered so much loss, and you know, I mean, I guess hindsight 2020, you know, everybody. People experience loss every year, but it just, I don't know if it's because of the the social media or what, but it just seems like, you know, you, you it, it's more magnified and just adds on. Just Well, you can't do anything with it the way that you used to be able to because of all of the, the at least in New York anyway, with the, the restrictions to, uh, on congregations and indoor gatherings and stuff like that. It's just, it just doesn't, it doesn't allow the closure. Yeah, and um, and you don't want to be the person that inadvertently does carry something to somebody, so you don't go see the people that you probably would want to go see otherwise. So you don't see them, and then then they end up tragically passing, and 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 it just doesn't it just doesn't stack up well. Our our audience tonight uh, sharing some thoughts. Greg Mayerberry lost his brother at the age of forty nine. Uh, this year, which I had missed that. Uh, Scott Kiefer, he's checking in. Um, Nick Stepik, Ed Brewster, all wishing Merry Christmas. Um, it is nice to hear from those guys. You know, try and try and turn the corner a little bit. Absolutely. I was uh, I was at Walmart braving the the people of Walmart, and I tell you what, we could have uh, we could have we could have made some posts to the pages, people of Walmart. <laughs> um, Oh, yeah, goodness. you know, so that was that was always fun. Uh, it's always entertaining. Yes, to to say the least, some uh, some chaos ensuing over there. Um, thankfully, it didn't it didn't come to blows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, uh, Walmart's always good for uh, entertainment. That's for sure. I'm not sure if the baseball bat that gentleman was carrying was something that he purchased as a Christmas gift, or he just carries it around looking for reasons to beat people with it. <laughs> Oh, there is some Grinches out there, that is for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, to to, to add a, a final note, I don't know if you saw this, but Mel Thomas. Oh, my goodness, uh, yes. Is, uh, Another his one? wife passing away uh, very unexpectedly. I, I did a bunch of work with, with Matt Thomas here uh, the last two years in, in Dirt Track Digest, and, and when I was getting into doing the video production stuff around here, um, I'm talking back in 2010, 2011, when I was unsure really what to do or, or how to go about it. And I was having some troubles with the, the audio system, putting together the first Metal Destruction. I, I reached out to Mel and, and bounced a bunch of questions off of him and had the good fortune of traveling with him to Genesee Speedway a couple different times this year uh, when, when they did have races and stuff. And his wife's been sick for a long, long time. And, man, you never know. And yeah, uh, finally, she had a uh, had some issues there with uh, um, they plugged a stint in to open up a bile duct, and an infection came on, and that was that. So it was really tough to see that one come across the newsfeed as well. Yeah, I, uh, I've known Mel forever. Um, 
he's been involved in racing, you know, for a long time and uh, pretty much known him since my brother's been involved, which has been early 80s. So, yeah, he's another one, you know, lost his wife of, I believe it was 50 years, 52, 55, 55 something like that. So, yeah, just, you know, the loss this year is just, it just keeps stacking up. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully 2021, you know, I mean, obviously we're not going to wake up January 1st and everything's going to be solved. It's not a valve. But, uh, <laughs> it's not a switch. Hopefully as the year evolves, it, things will get better. Um, you know, it's just, uh, just not been fun. I talked to Marcella Benjamin. She's checking in. I talked to Tim Clark today and, um, the conversation was a whole lot of yelling and because he was next to what sounded like a 1945 skid steer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, but it was good to catch up with Tim for a little bit. Um, and, and he, he sort of said the same thing that I'm running into with a lot of folks that are on the promotion side of things. Um, he said, I got nothing for you. If I can come on and we can talk about how miserable this season has been and talk about having no news and everything, or we can just wait. Yeah. And so he goes, it's great to talk to you. It's been fun. I got stuff to do. Call me after the first of the year. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be getting ready to go uh, go to Michigan snowmobiling. Usually they take the sleds up. And you know, I didn't even riding. ask him. I, I didn't even ask him about that. That might have been what they were doing. They might have been working on sleds. It could be. It could be. I, I traded what... some messages with uh, – um, uh, was it Jeffy? It was Jeffy. I was talking with Jeffy, and he's got some big names in Ohio out nosing around the RDP stuff. Really? Yeah, so that's kind of cool. I thought that was neat. Nice. That's kind of waiting out there, so hopefully that kind of thing will at least take off, the Realistic Derby Project stuff. I don't know if you saw, but the old wagon mm-hmm. has been... Fairly well received, <laughs> the round back. And uh, Chris Marcourt and team won the big team show over the hey, weekend. I was, I was, I was a late addition. <laughs> it was a late addition. But you walked away with a win, right? Yes, yes, that was very cool. That How was, many? Uh, what, what was what was the team breakdown for cars? Like, what'd you have? I had an old wagon. What'd your teammate have? Uh, Kyle Homer had an old wagon, and and John Anderson, uh, JYD, ate up. He had an old wagon. And Dick Embry had an old wagon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And and we were against a team in the finals. I had three old wagons and an old sedan. Just because he wanted to be different. Jesse, nice. Jesse Myers, the guy who created RDP, he was out there with Dalton Rude, um, Tyler Reed, and uh, and Jesse brought the sedan. So that nice. was that was it was very cool. It was much better than the rest of my weekend when I ended up running twice on Friday. Saturdays, a sixteen team team draw, single elimination, so we we didn't get a first round bye, so we had to run round one. Round two we had James Logson and Roger McClaskey. And then round three was no walk in the park and to get into the finals and that's where we met up with, with Jesse and Dalton. And uh Did you leave on on three and junk anybody no. or no, we, we, they started us nose to nose. Really? So there was no, there was no wow. <laughs> taking off and and running for it. It was, uh, it was fun. It was, it was a very intense night. And then last night we had a track that was like an ice track. It was. I just realized my, uh, um, I just realized that the camera's not even on me, and I'm doing all this talking. 
uh, Scott Kiefer saying, hi, Matt Evans, no wonder you won. That was a great team you had. Yeah, I was I was added to it. The only reason I was on that team is because uh, uh, Spartan, James McLean, he couldn't run, so there was an open spot, and they said, hey, would you want to? And I'm like, uh, no, but okay. Because <laughs> the last thing I want to do is join this team because these, these guys are really good. If I join this team and I'm the, I'm the dead weight, you know, with, with all the other stuff that we got going on, I don't want to be the problem. But I had a wheel ripped off early on in, in the feature, and – just waited for them to, to, to do what they do, and the right brakes fell the right way, and those guys picked up a win. Are the backs good. clingy on the wagons, or do they? No. I was, no. I was wondering about that. No, and you can build the backs of those like three different ways. They have The options have uh, – Does it say Ohio style, Minnesota style, and Illinois style? Not with or? a single click, no. All right, you just check there. it. Uh, you can run a, a half-lowered welded tailgate with a window strap in it. So I thought that was very Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, you can run it with um, uh, the rear end chain down. You can run it with a built 7-stack, 9-stack, or 10-stack for the Leafs. And you can run it with 9-wire in the window or two spots of nine wire in the window, which sounded very Wisconsin. Um, and then it just, there's there's a way that you could, if you mess around with it enough with the hump plates and stuff on it, you can get it to either pack straight in or you can get the bumper to flip and get the get the window to roll up, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's a very Ohio thing. So that is it's, a very Ohio it's, thing. <laughs> it's, you can get it to do just about what you want it to do, and it doesn't get very clingy. And and the other nice thing is is not only does it get clingy when it does get stuck, you can usually get yourself free. Cool. It was it was really exciting. One of our heats, uh, a guy brought a I think it was a O2 or O3 frame Ford that was tilted with a box creased box body on it, and and that gentleman must not have got the memo because that that Vic got just shoved around. By the by, the mask because all the all the weight stuff's in the game now. Mm-hmm. So it was that was pretty cool. There was it was neat. And while we were waiting in between, we got to watch old heats of uh, Hitman Kyle Homer from when he was running back home in in Valentine, Nebraska. So that was fun to watch that. He was on the track with his dad, and we got to watch some clips of that. That's cool. He uh, he's uploaded tons and tons of videos to to YouTube, so you can get on there and you can check out all Kyle's videos. And it's just. It's just stock derby like it is here. Mm-hmm. It was exactly the same. Watching that, you know, it was the, the arena was quite a bit bigger. It was long, but it was also deep. It was like a rodeo arena, so it was real loomy dirt versus the the hard pack stuff like what we have at Seneca County, but it was it was just the same as watching at home. It was cool. You know, real real stock stuff. Stuff bending pretty nice. Oh yeah, not bending, just falling apart. You know, like the you know, like the the, the heat night at Waterloo used to be, where mm-hmm. like cars would, would pull off the track and the trunk was just trailing behind the car or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Frames falling off underneath cars. Yes. Yeah, I remember all that good stuff. Yep. Rob sitting. Merry Christmas. Hopefully, twenty twenty one is better. Thank you. Uh, Vito checking in. The wagon is mass- nasty. It's his favorite car right now. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Yes, I'm waiting for the Cadillac. I just want to be able to drive forward. Well, you know, I mean, there's there's all kinds of rumors going around. I, I am waiting to sink my teeth into that when I have something to sink my teeth Did, into. Did uh, guys, do guys try to pillar park the wagons? Are they a target? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you run it stock, you can tear the back end of those things apart just like you could if, 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 if 
you remember when uh, Nick Nicastro, mm-hmm. this was back 2004, 2005, when he brought that Pontiac Safari wagon, mm-hmm. and everybody was trying to get to the pillars, and it only took a couple, two, three shots, and the sheet metal was falling off, but nothing moved. Mm-hmm. Same, same thing happens. Um, the video game dynamics don't allow for sheet metal to tear. Uh, if they did, they would have what they call nodes when it tears apart where it would tear and it would want to bend there and it would become really, really sticky because those nodes would start to overlap. As the, so you're not going to get that tear effect like you get in the quarter panel, just like in the, the shocker as the nose comes up. You're not going to get that, that fender rip. But, I mean, you can, you can eat them up. You can tear them apart. There's a J.J. Uh, Dorr just put out some updates for the um, – uh, I didn't plan on doing this right now, but, hey, we, we're, we're doing – just put out some updates for the compact mod that he put together that uses a lot of the same parts. And we ran those Sunday night with uh, Bryson Parker and Jay. And a couple hits in, one guy had his – I think it was Bryson actually had his trunk lid falling off. And t- attached in one spot where it was nine wired in place or welded in place, and the trunk was just flopping around as he's driving around the track. It was That's really cool. cool. Uh, there was a rear wheel drive compact that was just released this weekend too, which is really generating a lot of buzz. AMC or is it a Mustang? It's based on a Charger. It's been it's a modified version of like a subframe style car. So with some body tweaking and stuff, it would it would fit more in the vein of a. I guess it would fit more in the vein of like a fox body. Gotcha. But it doesn't it, it doesn't have all of its it doesn't have all of the aesthetic accoutrements that you might want to have. But it's a rear wheel drive compact, and that's what some guys were looking for. I mean, cool. we've we've seen some rear wheel drive compacts do okay. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> not bad. Got to get a Camaro in there or two, and you know. That I, I think that's that's kind of where that's heading with some of the design cues. If you if you look at the way that the windows and stuff should shape for a Camaro, that it fits there. But right now, you know, there's it's a real drive compact and it and it holds its own. So it's it's just cool to see. Cool. It's amazing how far that's come. I mean, it's it's and it's relatively quick development. I Since mean, the, March, just from where it is, when we had yeah. Jesse on the show back in March with with Lee, I mean, it's been it's been incredible. The, the growth and the progress and man, it's the hard to that was March, but we were I was at home, so I think that was our first show at home. We talked about the RDP. Yeah, you get you get a, a computer yet? My wife got into computer. Yes, semester's over with. It is. I heard that. How'd, how'd it go? She passed her both her classes, so good. I think everything's in place. Perfect. It's yep. good to hear. Yep, I was talking to a couple colleagues at school that are that are in that program as well i think we got oh no she ended up doing a different program she finished up her original oh she's already done with the she well she was just finishing up like she didn't finish a degree way back when so she just finished that degree she ended up she didn't end up going or doing the one that you guys have been they've been offered so that's uh word came out that that is going to be all remote for the spring semester already yep i'm not uh not missing it. Not missing it at all. Uh, Dustin Wood. Dustin Wood's joining us on the phone to talk a little bit about the uh, King of Ohio event that's scheduled and, and some of the other stuff that he's been up to. Um, of course, facing some of the same uphill battles that, that we've discussed here. 
on the crash course. And, and before we get any further along, I just want to apologize to Dustin inadvertently. Um, I made a mistake. I had information that I didn't vet last week, and it was not the uh, it was not the war room that was going to have um, some guests showing up as uh, as we announced. So I apologize to to Dustin for that, and and it got him in some hot water with some friends. So. I, uh, I apologize for that, of course. I want you to know that it was nothing intentional by any means, and um, hopefully uh, hopefully accept that. Yeah, that's not a problem, man. <laughs> I appreciate the apology. Uh, so Dustin has been very busy, um, obviously, with, with some of the uncertainty for the early part of 2021. Um, where are things at with the King of Ohio? How's everything been going? Um, everything is full go for us. I mean, we can't, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think we can bank on COVID going away or, or staying around. So everything's full go for us. Um, I think by the middle of the summer where we're at, uh, July 4th weekend, I think there will be, uh, enough freedom again to, uh, to kick the event off. So we're full go here. Awesome. Well, that's good to hear. Um, the convention that they have every year for, um, all the county fairs in Ohio, that's been canceled. We, we talked about um, some of that stuff is in jeopardy up here because I think ours is further into February, if I remember yeah, right. It's, later, so a little it's, bit later it's the... uh, relatively late when you figure that they only give some of those fairs three months to put everything together so that they can get up and running. But, um, well, it's good to hear that it sounds like you guys are going to be relatively unaffected. You had that prelude show um, earlier this year in 2020. Did that do what you wanted it to do in terms of getting the word out, getting the attention and, and getting people hyped up for the King of Ohio event this year? Yeah, it, it really did. Um, we were pretty confident that we could pull that off. We, we had like a month to announce it and pull it off. And uh, we just felt like with everything getting canceled in Ohio, we could go you know right next door to uh, Portland, Indiana and uh, put a show on. As well, and accomplish a couple other things. You know, we we're going to give entries out to the King of Ohio, um, and then we were going to run our format for the first first time and display that. We felt like it was just a, kind of a perfect storm for us to uh, take advantage of that and, have, and pay out some really good money. I mean, we paid out forty two thousand five hundred dollars. So, I mean, two day show, pay out forty two thousand five hundred dollars, and um, thought it was uh, really really successful. You can't go wrong with that. No, that's that's a pretty good, pretty damn good uh, payout. We had talked about it, but I guess I didn't realize that you were paying out that that big of a purse. But you know, I I got to believe that when you dangle that kind of carrot out there in a year like what we've had this year, gonna you're going to draw cars. I was Tim said that he had up up in the two seventy plus car count for the last show that he had this year. Oh, I believe it. And and out of the where they usually have 40, let's say, let's just spitball 45 shows typically booked. Mm -hmm. They only got four off the ground. Wow. You know, that's that's, insane. Yeah, there was only uh, 15 county fairs that ran in Ohio. Only 15 county fairs. And some of the speedways are asking such crazy money that you can't go to the tracks. Around here, at least, some of the tracks were willing to work with us, you know, but in Ohio, they they weren't having any luck along, along those lines either. And that kind of forced you guys to look outside how easy was it to uproot everything that you had planned with these roots in ohio and move it to indiana uh, essentially in 30 days well for us it wasn't um it wasn't too difficult we kind of we had some relationships over there uh daryl muldoon 
um, had a hand in, in you know, putting that show on and his crew. Uh, so, I mean, they were, they were awesome. The fairboard's, uh, you know, pretty easy to work with. As you, you see, there's a bunch of big derbies going on over there. And we, we went and talked and discussed the show like that three or four years ago because we knew about the venue. I, I grew up 30 minutes from there, so I was very familiar with the venue. And uh, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I mean, it was very stressful being uh, we were going to put on a two day show and pay out that kind of money. <laughs> and to get all that organized in thirty days was was a tall task. But we knew we we felt confident um, that if we pulled that off, I think that would answer a lot of questions of you know all oh, you know the always anytime you pay big money, people are always like, well, where are you getting the money at? Right. Well, you know, don't don't worry about where we're getting the money at. The money, it's there. Okay, <laughs> like I don't need to show you my bank account. So, um, just uh, you know, we felt like that was a big deal, and then it was a big deal uh, uh, with the format. You know, running that format for the first time and displaying it before the King of Ohio. So, yeah, that uh, there's I seen I've seen some some uh, stuff on Facebook about it. I see uh, Ziz and um, Toby are both entered. So. I'm gonna say it's gonna be hard to beat those two in the in the future. There's a good chance they'll run it right down to the end. They'll be they'll be there at the end. But uh, you know that that's a great idea. I mean, there's there's a lot of good guys in, in Ohio, and uh, you know, I I think this is gonna be a great show. Where am I placing the wow. name Daryl Muldoon from? Derby Sharks, um, Tony Godwin, Luke Klein. Mm-hmm. They run out in Vegas. They ran out in Vegas, and I think they ran down south of Florida. Right. Yep. I almost think that there's some there's a connection that goes further back than that, but I can't place why it, it's standing out in my mind. Um, but it's nonetheless, you know, he, he keeps some pretty good company. Oh yeah. Uh, and, no doubt. No. And uh, uh, the I like what you did with the prelude with the big money and, and you know the whole thing about where, where's the money come from we print our own shut up you know yeah. what I mean <laughs> <laughs> we got a really good color printer we're good to go <laughs> careful with the pay window being still wet you know get over yourselves the, the money's the money is coming but that's one of those questions that demolition derby always always brings upon itself that kind mm-hmm. of punches the hole right away is, the balloon's not even off the ground yet we already po- poked some holes in it yeah. but what what Dustin and the crew was able to do with this was they took an opportunity. Essentially, Demolition Derby was in a vacuum. So all those questions about where's the money going to come from, I'm not going to run it the first time through because I don't know what inspection is going to be like. I don't know what's going to get through. I just want to sit back and watch. They took care of it already. Mm -hmm. Before they even got to the big stage that they wanted to get to with the King of Ohio stuff, they put the prelude out there just say, this is how we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. If you like it, great. If not... Now we got all this time to tinker with it and, and yep. fix it and and button up those loose ends before you get there. And I thought that that was a great move. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, it's it's always good to uh, you know to, to to get the product out there, and then uh, you know everybody's everybody's kind of able to see what's going on and how it works. And then uh, you know if if there is an issue or two, which inevitably there usually is. I mean, you know it's it, it's hard to 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 have you know not have a hiccup. You know, it's it just doesn't happen all that often. But you know, now you have a little bit of time, and you know, this year the the big show will be. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be really good. Got a couple of people in the live chat asking about classes. Can you give us a rundown of what we're going to see? Uh, yeah, so you're going to see. Um, I guess if I want to talk about classes, let's talk about how you qualify for these specific classes first. Mm-hmm. Um, anything over um, a street style 
County Fair qualified for one main class. That would be the King of Ohio class that pays ten grand to win. And then anything, um, let's say if the, if they did have a street stock at a particular event and they had a build that was higher than that, then there was a street stock class. There was a front wheel drive class. Um, there was a trucks class and um, a youth class. So you qualified for the particular class that you ran. So that's, now next question will probably be, you know, if I ran mini trucks, you're not running mini trucks. Well, if you want a mini truck class, we let you pick any class that you would like to run that is not the main class. So you can't just jump into the 10K to win class, uh, but you can run the front wheel drive, rear wheel drive, the compacts, mods, and, or the trucks, and you can choose one of those to hop in. As a promoter, is the $10,000 payday, is that still special or unique, or do you start fielding more questions about what what fifth pays or how far back you pay when you put that uh, $10,000 number on the top? Well, honestly, I don't think it's about the money at all. I think it, I could have paid $5,000 to win this event. Um, it's really about being crowned the king of Ohio. <laughs> and I think that became evident like later on in the year as we went through this when you, you guys mentioned the, the names like Grizz, Toby, Bronze, Penwells, Allens, you know, Heinens, everybody was getting in. And they were determined to get in. They weren't just running those shows. I mean, uh, you know, just to run them. I mean, Ziz specifically, um, you know, I haven't seen him ran in, or, or running a long time around home. And, uh, you know, he came out. And uh, I, got a, I got from Ziz about what you get from Ziz. He said uh, he wasn't sure if he was going to run his car that night. And I said, well, I'll run it. And Ziz uh, kind of laughed and said, well, I guess I got to qualify for that event. So I'll take that as, uh, <laughs> as an honor um, from Ziz. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was funny uh, when uh, at the Keystone Nationals, Ziz is one of the inspectors for uh, uh, Iron City, and uh, Jer- or Toby had just finished the car up and was literally sleeping his, in the car as he was coming up to the, and he had his daughters with him. And to hear those guys just talk back and forth a little bit in the history, you right. know, we've 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 hounded you know Toby for years at. Uh, Blizzard bash to try to you know just just come on and tell some Not stories just there yeah well I mean <laughs> all over but we've we've hounded him to try to come on but I mean to, to, we've you literally know, chased him across the country <laughs> <laughs> you know and it's just the history you know and the Penwells that's another name that you know we've we've gotten to know and the bronze and you know it is I mean that's that's a big derby I mean Ohio is you know I mean you know a lot of times the Midwest you know people talk about it a lot but I mean you you look at the names that come out of Ohio and run in Ohio and are successful. And it's it's hard to beat that group of drivers. I mean, it really is. So, um, you know, it's 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 definitely. I mean, it, it it's a big title, and it's you know, I could see this derby, you know, getting very big and uh, you know, going for a long time, and it you know, it being one of those uh, you know destinations. You know, drivers going to want to win it. You're going to want to have that name. I mean, it's it's something very cool. The other thing that it taps into that whole county fair deal where you won't miss your county fair no matter what's going on that weekend. Yeah, it could be it could be. Ten thousand to win down the road, but you know you're going to beat your county fair because of all the bragging rights and stuff, and, and, and jumping on that 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 uh, 
I don't know, I guess maybe jumping on that little bit of ego and capitalizing on that with a title just as simple as the King of Ohio, I think you're going to draw a lot of people out of the woodwork too. Yeah, I think what's neat about it is like, yeah, we mentioned the names, the bigger names that are known, but I'm telling you guys, uh, going around to these county fairs and knowing some of these guys, there are some bad dudes that don't, you know, have names uh, necessarily tied to them that they're going to make their name for them at the King of Ohio. And uh, people are going to recognize. I mean, there's a guy in the truck class, James Reddick, that he's won 19 derbies uh, in a row at one time and 40 <laughs> of 41. So, I mean, nobody knows that name in the truck, like outside of, you know, Ohio in the truck class, but this dude doesn't, he hasn't lost, he's lost one derby in like three or four years. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah. Yeah, that's. That's crazy. The, the, the only thing, you know, if I was a promoter, I think the main class would be called the Ohio Build class because you know whatever rules you have, they're going to become Ohio Built. So, you know, I, I think I probably would have called the, the main class or, you know, your, the, the ten to Ohio Built and then, you know, have a special set of inspectors for those guys because it's going to take longer and the reinspection. But, um, and of course, we say that with, with all the love and the respect. But, uh it's just crazy. You know, we, we go to bash and, and the stand and watch. And, you know, I wasn't too bad. The guy's got a full sheet of paper on the front. That's ah, not too bad. We'll get that fixed quick. And I'm just like, whoa. But that's Ohio building, so it's it's going to be cool. They have something like that in Utah. The truck, the truck division under mm-hmm. Stern Dirt, it's organized by a couple of the drivers that are going to be there. And all the trucks come, and everybody looks at each other's trucks all at the same time. They decide how they're going to split the money up, whether it's going to be everybody takes a little bit home or whatever. And all that is decided before they come onto the track, so that way there's no complaining or anything afterwards. Nice. Everybody's already looked at everybody else's stuff. They have a sort of a class organizer more than a class official. That's cool. It's it's really neat the way that they do it, and and that's. I don't know, though, if it would work with the Ohio-style stuff because you're not going to let anybody get close enough to each other's cars. <laughs> yeah, it'd, be, it'd be neat. But uh, So you're keeping yourself busy with other stuff, too, with, with War Room and, and the podcast that, that you guys have going out there. How's all that going? Well, I tell you what, uh, you know, War Room isn't like a weekly podcast like you guys do. It's just uh, we have it. Um, to have people on and when they want to come on but you know it's hard to get people on there and talk <laughs> people don't want to say the wrong things sure and uh, you know you know the struggle of that but uh, the Derby world wants to hear from everyone mm-hmm. and um, you know so that's that's why we kind of introduce that we've got some names on there and uh, we look to have some more people on there in the future as this uh, King of Ohio takes off you know that'll be something that we want the guys to do I think you've done a, a wise move there because you've now built yourself a venue to promote your derby. That's mm-hmm. a, it's a good move. And and I didn't catch that gentleman's name that you said that won 19 straight in the truck division. Uh, James Reddit. See, those are the kind of names that, that we have a little bit lost touch on. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to get back back. Out our way, relatively speaking, yeah. Allentown, uh, Lonnie Beeler is that same guy mm-hmm. and and he was was i say was only because i don't know if uh if any of the allentown guys are tuned in and, and listening or go back in hindsight to to find it um i don't know if he's still active but 
he he told me a story one time. He had a stub of a cigar about that long because he chews on the uh, Bill, Bill Trout. Trout style. Chews on the cigar while he's driving with his big open face helmet and everything, and he drives these uh, box body Dodges. And he says, yeah, that frame's had, and he gave you the number. He goes, I've gone through four or five bodies on that frame, but the frame's still fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, we've heard those but stories. We're talking like Cutstown and Allentown and Redding and Kempton, places that I don't even know if Kempton still has a derby anymore. Mike Rawson and, uh, was the guy that was doing those derbies out there and went down and taped a couple times. Um, Brent Kirshner is another driver from down that way who – I mean, he had some battles with uh, Ramrod, Carl Schaller, mm-hmm. compact guy, and, and he branched into the full size a couple times, and Mike Klinger showed up down there with a with a Galaxy a couple times uh, on alcohol with, I think it was a 360 Mopar engine in it. I just You just go to these little tiny county fairs and you see some of this crazy stuff show up that's that's no big deal, and, and just the stories behind it and the family legacy and stuff that goes with it and how mm-hmm. far back it goes and... You know who I would think would be like that around here would, would have been Chuck Chapman. Because whenever Chuck showed up, Chuck always drove hard. It wasn't fancy, but he was always there at the end. Like, mm-hmm. Chuck Chapman was never out first or second car. Right. I mean, he was always there at the end, and you always had to contend with him. You know, I mean, he just, he was one of those guys. And he did his fair share of winning, but, I mean, he just, if you were to show he was at, you were going to have to contend with him. You know, I mean, he was, that, that was that was Chuck. Alex Sager's got a question. He's a New York driver. What if he went to Ohio and won a county fair? Would he be eligible to run in the King of Ohio event? Uh, well, I don't know if he's talking about next year or this year, but if he won this year, um, then yes, he's he's in, and uh, we probably have reached out to him. If not, then uh, just have him reach out to us. Um, but if he if he won a county fair that did not run in 2020. And then he's also in. So if you won a county fair in 2019 that did not run in 2020, we went back a year because, like I said, there's only 15 uh, county fairs that ran out of the 88 counties in Ohio. Uh, we went back a year and gave winners only to those classes. Can you imagine the blood in the water if one New York driver showed up in Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> that driver's well, not winning. Really hey, now, I don't think that's the case. Um because the way we run our format, it's there's no team. It's not a team event, um, and it can't be a team event because you're drawing two numbers, and if you beat those two guys, you're moving on. And so there's not like five or six guys you have to beat. So I mean, yeah, I, I would like to see him try his hand at it. There you go, Alex. <laughs> he just qualified. It was a hypothetical. Yeah. I think he's planning for 2021. Yeah, way, way down Give the line. Shot, but... <laughs> well, and also, hey, we're not, we're not stopping in Ohio. Um, so we're going to take this. Yeah, we started in Ohio, but we're going to take this to other states. So um, we know we're not going to do it alone, taking it to other states. Uh, but, you know, the full, um, the, the reason why we started this was to organize the sport and create a hierarchy and uh, establish a true um, a true champion of the sport. And the only way to do that is to, to have a hierarchy, you know, and, and get rid of the teaming and get rid of the sandbagging. And, you know, the format encompasses that. And then the King of Ohio being the next, next step, I think, uh, gets truly the best of the best uh, on the same stage for the first time ever in the state of Ohio. That's cool. Uh, Guy Raymond just checked in. Uh, what about the Howe family? Yeah. They have some legacy in New York. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, Jesse, Jesse was always there at the end. Always. Well, this is this is hearkening back to a day gone for New York anyway, with the New York State Fair Championships that was overseen by JM Productions and, and Dirt Motorsports, now Dirt Car, for a period at the Syracuse Fairgrounds, where if you won your county fair then that puts you automatically eligible into the state fair championship, the state championship held at the New York State Fair. Um, now there's an alternate state championship that's held out in western New York. It doesn't have the same allure, the same draw that people are accustomed to. When it was in Syracuse, it was the middle for everybody, and it was easy for everybody to get to. Um, if so, so it doesn't even necessarily have to be uh, an event that runs under rules that you have or under necessarily your promotion's banner. It's any county fair that happens in the state of ohio so when you branch out to other places you could have a mishmash like in new york you've got total destruction you've got individual independent county fairs you've got uh jm still has a has a force spinning building up to spinning wheels king smash them crash them um stony roberts king's old kings of old school does he have a county fair is it standalone well they were gonna have that show in cobleskill but was that the county fair? I believe so. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not for sure. In any case, so uh, so when you look at that, anybody, if this were to occur in New York, then anybody that, that was at any of those shows, as long as it was a county fair, would be eligible, right? Under whatever banner it might be. Yeah, that is correct. Um, so what we chose to do is we chose to invest in the county fairs as well as the promoters that are putting on the shows and uh kind of uh you know help them out you know if you, if you got interest and you're a promoter and you know part of the deal is is getting cars well you're going to get cars because there's going to be people that are qualified you know for the king of ohio right as as this takes off and uh, so it is an investment you know, by us to the, the county fairs and the current promoters that are that are out there in Ohio. So, absolutely, it's kind of like drivers the, start sending your names in. <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> the original uh, dent because in order to run a dent show, you sure. had to have a feature win from the prior year. Yeah, um, that was any any feature win. Um, so, uh, but I, I think it's a great idea. You know, and I you you brought up the state fair, and it's. You know, I, I really miss that. I mean, I, I drove in it a couple times and went and watched, and I wish that... Uh, Everybody hated it, but nobody gave the paperwork back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> up until the last few years, I mean, it was... The year the, the year or two that Dirt had it, it was it was a, an incredible show. It really was. I mean, Imperials and just... But, I mean, even when Jam had it, you know, when, when we ran it before it became into a, a basically a comeback show, I mean... You know, people bitched, but people always bitch. But, I mean, it was, you know, it was funny. We talked about this now last week or two weeks ago. Brett sent me a picture of me standing in front of that Cordova the first time I ran yeah. it. And, you know, I the, the, the nerves, I mean, it was it was, it was was awesome. It really was. You know, and it was, um, you know, names you'd heard from all over. You were going to be on the track with. And it's just, you know, I, I wish something like this would hit New York. You know, it, it would be cool. You know, sure to, would. To, to, to try to you know try to be involved again. Um, but you know, like I said, it's 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 good to see that you know guys are 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 stepping up to to help and to to, to try to build mm-hmm. you know to our, to another level. So I think it's outstanding. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's to, great to, to see, and it is a lot of thankless dedication that's going to go into putting this together and making oh, yeah. sure that you reach out to everybody. 
and it's no small investment to get all those letters mailed and you know that's that's one of the nice things about social media now mm-hmm. is you can jump on Facebook and have a you know whole lot easier chance of running right. somebody down in Ohio to make that contact versus trying to send something to a guess of an address or, or whatever you know that's uh, something that was certainly missing from 20 years ago when yeah. when the state fair was in its heyday I, I, I think it's outstanding the the whole thing front to back is is a really cool concept and you don't necessarily have to live in Ohio to qualify for one of the events and so uh, by eliminating a lot of the teaming stuff I think you're going to have a lot more people from out of town that that express their interest in in running it um, long term and uh uh, I'm excited. I want to hear more about it as uh, as we get closer and, and as you get uh, your entry list starting to take um, more final form. Yeah, um, I would love to come back on. Um, I know we're running out of time here probably, and you're probably saying, hey, we got to move on. But I want to throw something at you guys. I want to throw like a hypothetical. So okay. in a heat, uh, let's say that Scott Zuzelman pulls to the track and draws – Trent Braun and Tony Penwell. Mm-hmm. I mean, what kind of electricity is that going to generate? Yeah, <laughs> that would be nasty. <laughs> and it's just those three, right? It's it's those three. Yeah, and... it'd be those three. So there's only one coming out of that heat. I mean, more than likely, all three in wagons. You know, <laughs> that's nasty, right? How awesome would that be? Holy cow! And what if what if what if all three Brons drew the same heat? Or what if three of the Brons wow. drew the same heat? <laughs> I don't. You know, Josh, know. Joey, Trent, they all end up in the same heat. What would that be like? So we do have a clause in here that you can you get to pick one person that you get to, that you can choose not to run against, but that person also has to pick you. So there's only – so all four – let's say all four Brons show up. There's only, you know, two that – or one other Bron that you can guarantee that you don't run against. Uh, but the likelihood – I did the numbers. The likelihood of drawing somebody like that is like 2%. Um, it's really slim, so you know I really don't, you don't you don't really want to see them draw each other. But it's, no. you know I mean it's a random draw. Yeah. I would rather see bronze draw. You know, like a Heinen. <laughs> I'd like to see a highly yeah. a Heinen and a Braun out there. That'd be fun. Yeah. Man, maybe maybe Randy Heinen have to come out of retirement <laughs> for the for, for the for the for the king of the, for the king. We have to push Toby out of the seat, jump in there, and uh, give it a go. But yeah, that's that's very cool. Toby's uh, Toby's actually inspecting for us. He qualified, but he's our head inspector, so he's he's definitely not running. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. We uh, it was cool. We uh, I've I've seen Toby run a couple times, and I got to see him run, like I said, at Keystone this year. And um, my son got to see him. That was that was the first big shows that I could went to. So, you know, he he saw Toby's car before, and he saw how Toby. He's like, Dad, that car is tough. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that car is real tough. <laughs> so it was it was cool to see. I mean, that was that was a good show and. Uh, you know, this this sounds like this is going to be a good show as well. So, it'll be very cool. Hey, and last thing, uh, guys, we are. Um, I want to throw this out there. We're starting on a 1965 Chrysler Imperial as a raffle car. Um, and how we're doing sponsorships is I, I put together a uh, kind of like a value pack of of what you get for sponsorship. It's a really neat deal. Uh, I think there's a lot of value there uh, for different tiers, but. Um, how we're doing that is we're taking like the MSRP of a particular item, let's say a motor or whatever, and we're just um, going to fill the raffle car up with brand new parts 
and that'll be a raffle. So you'll have a 1965 Chrysler Imperial that you can buy a ticket to that has all the goodies in it. And, uh, you know, you not only do you get to run it and prove uh, that maybe you're the king of Ohio, but you get to take it home with you. So That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Just Bet you that sells some tickets. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, no one's ever did an uh, Imperial raffle car, so that I know of, at least, uh, around here. So we're, we're really excited to... It was my driver. So. Oh, oh no, no, no! <laughs> That's a dedicated promoter no, right there, man. You're going the wrong way with this. Oh. You had me till that. <laughs> Everybody that's built a car has, has told that little white lie at one I point know. or another. No, sir, I'm not. I'm going to restore this. I had the first car just like this, and I'm going to restore it. I'm having trouble keeping consciousness over here. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, is, this is a good. <laughs> oh goodness, I'm pretty sure that mine's been smashed. Think so? Yeah. Your Imperial or your 300? My Imperial. Both. I know both of my New Yorkers were. I have pictures. I, I knew that when those were sold, but the. Uh, the Imperial went to Scott Grove, and he was going to put it back together. And when he bought it, I was I was ready to pay him to take the spare parts I'd accumulated just to have the space back in the garage. It's like here, I'm pretty sure this will fit. What is it? I have no idea <laughs> how it goes. But he he did the same thing. He, he got everything there, and he got looking at it. And he goes, "What have I done myself into?" And he sold it, and it went to Massachusetts, and. I my my he said it was near Boston, but it was another city out towards the coast that started with a B. So my mind immediately went to the to, to Brockton and assumed that a Bucknum got their hands on it, and it has no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been divided up into multiple Hyundai's by now. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, good chance. Yep. Well, uh, is there anything else that any place that the folks can go on? social media online to find out more dates locations things of that nature uh yeah you can go to our website um triple d promotions or our facebook page and we're constantly updating those two um we just put out actually there's a last chance qualifier that we're doing mm -hmm. and uh we need to fill a couple more spots in those classes um how that works is if an entry is not see all those entries for the king of ohio were free these entries aren't free Okay. Um, you have to pay, it's $150 for any of the filler classes. I say filler and, you know, parentheses, um, not really filler when you're, you're running for against the best of the best in that class, but, um, you have to pay $150 or $250 for the main class. And then you got to run a heat prior to the show. And there's some pretty familiar names, uh, that have signed up for that, uh, that you guys, I think we'll be real, real excited about. Okay, go on. Cool. <laughs> Save it for another time. It's, it's, with all the wins that he got this year, John Shipley's eligible, right? Yeah, John's in, absolutely. John's in like four times over. <laughs> <laughs> There's that Santel guy, too. He won a few shows. <laughs> it was... Not in Ohio. I, I was hoping Santel pulled one off in Ohio. Uh, but he did not. He didn't run one in Ohio. So um, he hasn't signed up for the last chance qualifier. So if he's listening, 
maybe we could get him to twist his arm to get him to sign up. I, I think if we talk to his, I think his crew chief is the one you got to convince because yeah. I think when she did, makes her mind up, that's how the team goes. So you might want to work on the crew chief. <laughs> yeah, we'll send a message out to Jody and <laughs> try to get that worked out. Uh, Justin Riley is looking for some shows. Greg Estes is in here talking about. Uh, uh, oh, I, I misunderstood. I got you now. Uh, Justin Riley isn't looking for bigger shows. It was the other way around, but. Nonetheless, Alex Vasco just checked in. Uh, Alex is watching. Guy Raymond, he's still tuning in. Good to, good to see everybody so busy here on uh, on a Monday night, hanging out with us for a little bit. Um, well, we appreciate you coming on the show. For sure, when's the next War Room? Um, it'll be coming up. We're going to have one um, just kind of hyping those scenarios out that we, that we put out um, probably within a month. We'll get on there with a couple guys and, and – uh, knock one out and put it out within the next month. Awesome. Well, we wish you guys the best with that, of course, and then certainly keep us posted as things uh, evolve for the King of Ohio event. Sounds like it's going to be a great one. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for your time, and thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. We'll talk to you soon, one. Dustin. Right, see you. See you now. Dustin Wood, Triple D Promotions, King of Ohio, coming up 2021. I know everybody's looking forward to uh, to that one. I mean, Man, that stinks. Toby won't be running. It's always good when he's running. Why does that always happen? Well, I mean, if you're going to bring, if you're going to bring a, in my humble opinion, if you're going to bring a uh, head inspector and he's got to have a lot of experience and he's got to be a top tier builder, uh, you don't get more experience and more of a top tier builder than Toby Hiley. True, true. So I mean, he's he's going to know he's going to know what to look for. I'd never forget one of the first years we went to Basher Cash. Um, Toby was in the 80s in newer line, and I was standing over at the old iron line because to me, old iron is just more, you know, more exciting. And Toby and this guy are talking, and Toby's, you know, kind of tapping on the, the trunk, and the guy's shaking his head, and they're kind of talking back and forth. And Toby, you know, asks, I, I couldn't hear, but you could kind of tell, and, you know, they kind of, Toby kind of shakes his head, and, goes back and gets a drill and comes back with a drill and a drill bit starts drilling and it didn't go through the trunk lid quite as easy as it should have so you know it's just he just knew that something wasn't right in that spot and you know i mean that just comes with years of experience and years of knowing how stuff is built and so it was it was funny to watch from afar that was one of the things that always impressed me with ben too is we could be walking around and he would just go tap on something and he can tell by the tone, not just what was going on, but like what the material was and everything, and and that that ear or that eye, whichever way you want to look at it, that that Toby's got for that particular part of the inspection game. It's um, it's a good one to have on the side of the good guys, right? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I mean, good guys if you're you know if you're you know with a promoter, but bad guys if you're a driver. So, um, and the good the good thing with Toby though is you know I I like I said I've been around him a lot um, in Topeka. <laughs> Uh, he's very willing to help. You know, he doesn't just, you know, it isn't, he doesn't take it as an insult. Hey, I understand, but, you know, we can't, you know, do this to fix it. And he's, you know, very open to, to, to helping. So that, uh, that, that's, you know, that helps a lot. Sure. Sure. Um, hey, Justin Aldrich. Happy holidays to you, Justin. Good to hear from you. Scott Kiefer. Merry Christmas to. Not that it's Derbyan, but have you seen the hangover double shot is filling up at Canada? It was filling up. Uh, 
two weeks ago, I think they had I think 100. They're like 140 for entries now. Yeah. They're 125. They they released the name of entry number 125 uh, a couple weeks back. I know Justin and Jamie Jr. are running. Um, Good. There's there's a bunch of local names running. So uh, Alex Vasco. He posted a shameless plug. All for him racing is running a fundraiser waffle now until Christmas. Visit all for him Facebook for details. Cool. Why not? Right. Alex I heard one time dude. because that there is, it does not affect your success helping others with True. theirs. True. Mm-hmm. So what else is going on, at Chris Marquardt? Well, Smash Demolition Derbies is still waiting to release schedules and, and, and figure everything out. Like I said, I talked with Tim earlier today. Uh, we're going to try and get him on the show. As, as we've said a couple weeks over now that we're trying to get him on, and he finally finally just said, enough, after the first of the year, leave me alone. <laughs> so big thanks uh, out to everybody who supported Smash Demolition Derbies through challenging and unprecedented times this season. We couldn't do without the support of all the drivers, fans, fair boards, and partners year after year. With all sincerity, thank you. Upcoming events are going to be listed online, smashitderby.com. Big thanks to everybody who works with Smash It as well, helping make things possible. Uh, just to name a few. Um, am I interrupting you? I was, no, trying to, I was trying to keep uh, eye contact because I figured you were going to catch the names that I missed. But. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. I was, well, usually when you're off screen, I can check up. You, you sit there at the computer and look, and I have to look at my phone, so when I'm not on, I can do it. Sorry, Tony. Well, just, just everybody is in, in the, the Smash It family that helps make it possible with everybody, you know, Candace and everybody out there in Topeka and um, Fatty and – Mm-hmm. And Billy and everybody that makes it happen when uh, when they're running all over creation in in Ohio, but uh, for sure, big thanks out to everybody who made that one possible. Let's see what else we got. Uh, no mercy coming up. Uh, tables, ladders, and chairs was last night. I don't know what Dead Man and TJ would try to do with a name like tables, ladders, and chairs, but just throwing it out there. Get the wheels turning there. Maybe you could carry a chair with you, and if you get close enough, you could smack somebody out the window with it. Well, there's no such thing as a bad idea, but there's ideas that won't be used. <laughs> <laughs> Friday is the three-man compact E's 80s Pro Stock, as well, half-ton trucks and SUVs. Also on Friday, Saturday is the last chance events, youth compact division, paying 800 to win, the Imperials 2,000 to win, minivan, truck, and mini SUV 1,200 to win, full-size team one-on-one. Dead Man Compacts, 70s and 80s Pro Stocks, paying eight grand to win, three-man compact team feature, 6,000 to win, full-size mercenaries. That's a one-and-done, 3,000 to win online, deadmanderby.com. That's no mercy coming up in spring 2021. Cumberland, Maryland, the site of that one. We did those. Hoping here by the first of the year we're going to be able to uh, renew a couple of these and keep telling you about the stuff that's been going on and bring some new folks into the fold too. There's been some conversations happening that, that, that we're looking once we get into 2021. Jeffy's Fab Farm recognizes an industry leader and uh, we're, we're drawing to the close on our, our, our deal with, with Jeffy right now. It's a little sad to see that one go. Should probably get on the phone. I would call him Jeffy. <laughs> I'd call him now and he's just listening on his right. He's, he's listening right now and he's probably scrambling to get <laughs> Get his uh, last thousand headers out for the like, season. Well, part of the he he, uh, he helped us get the Crash Course Nationals off the ground. And yeah, it was a, Jeff, it, his help team. was a huge boost to help get that thing going and, mm-hmm. and help make it possible for an online video game tournament to have a, a five thousand dollar real cash purse that was paid out. And we can't that. say thanks can't say thanks enough to, to everybody to help make that possible with uh, uh, the the Iron City Nationals and Iron City Promotions were. 
involved with that one. Of course, Smash It Demolition Derby, Smith Metal Works. We'll be telling you about them again in a minute here. Uh, recognized an industry leader in all manner of fabrication needs. Jeffy's Fab Farm National go-to for a number of demolition derby parts. The Fab Farm specializes in LS conversion components, but earned major derby credit with the various header offerings. The Fab Farm just released a solid four-cylinder Camry engine mount Hyundai this summer. Hyundai Elantra headers came out as well. Bumper-to-bumper -bumper selection, including fuel and air parts, suspension and transmission items, steering components, pedal shifter switches, and gauges. If you need it, it's on the farm, JeffreysFabFarm.com. Smith Auto Works, all-purpose fabrication shop that has taken the Northeast by storm. Oh, oh boy. We got more... Uh, Got more stuff coming out here. Uh, pointies, tailgates, and driver's doors coming out from Larry Sullivan. I'm not really sure what, what that's. A, I'm not sure if that's a holiday wish or what that is. <laughs> Dustin Wood should have plugged the uh, plugged the stuff. Um, uh, oh, they're talking to each other. They're not even talking to us. Back to what we're doing. The hallmark <laughs> of the product line is the pointed and flat front bumpers. The super stock bumper is the one that you don't want to miss over there at Smith Metalworks. 40 years of combined metalworking experience. They can be stuffed around hollow. There's a compact version of the pointed bumper that you want to get your hands on, too, for all you W-body guys. Other items include the Crown Victor scans, battery boxes, engine mounting systems, and pedal combos and shifters. The shop offers all the odds and ends as well, distributor clamps, weld-in centers. Be sure to ask about the GM floor liners. You can pick it up in person, Mercer Uniontown, Bethlehem, PA, or have it shipped to your door, smithmetalworks.info online. So there's that. What else we got? Merry Christmas. Yeah? Calling it good there? Yeah, I think so. Hopefully uh, hopefully everybody gets a, a chance to just relax and count your blessings and uh, enjoy your family because it's tomorrow's never guaranteed. Boy, it's if, if we've learned anything, that tomorrow is fleeting. Yeah, it's, uh, you know. I, Fatty's doing well, by the way. I did. Uh, good. I've snapped with back and or not snapped, uh, chatted with him back and forth a little bit and uh I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Snappy's or snappy. snappy. <laughs> Fatty's a good dude. You know, it's uh, I've I've read it on Jody Gully's post a bunch and show his you know talks about making memories and you know tomorrow's never guaranteed. And I think if there's one thing that everybody has to take from this year, it's that nothing's you know we're never guaranteed tomorrow. Right. You know, tell tell your loved ones you love them and uh, enjoy each other. And you know, if if it's not going to matter and and uh, you know. In five minutes, then, then don't let it bother you. You know, I mean, right. don't 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 sweat the small stuff. We've, uh, you know, we've all been through a lot this year, and uh, let's try to have a happy holiday. And hopefully, you know, March or April, things will start getting better. Awesome. Well, we sure do appreciate everybody turn, tuning in for. <laughs> Must be you're done with that. <laughs> Tuning in for episode number 335. I anticipate we'll probably be back for one more before the end of the year. Maybe we'll try and, and round up some of your thoughts on uh, the live uh, live chat, some of your favorite memories from 2020, um, what few shows we were able to get in. There were some good ones out there nonetheless. Looking forward to it. Uh, we will see everybody again next time here. Oh, for the first time tonight, we were featured mainstream live on fingerlakes1.com live as the show happened tonight I should have done this at the beginning of the show as as we begin matriculating stuff from fingerlakes1.com TV over to fingerlakes1.com Crash Course will now be featured on the main page as a live show that happens in stream not just on fingerlakes1.tv we're talking like 
you know, 98,000 people were on the site today. So that was, that was kind of cool that, that, um, the stuff's shifting over and we got a whole lot, uh, whole bunch of new eyes, hopefully that are going to be tuning into the show and, and checking out what we're about. And, uh, even if they don't, we're going to still be here for you weekly in the studio and on Facebook for all the folks that tune in for the MP3. We're using Anchor, so that's pushing out to iTunes. It's pushing out to pushing out to Spotify. Every place that you go for your podcast, it's still going to be there. So that won't change anything, but it's just a little bit different. Are we on iHeartRadio? Uh, we should be. We should that's be. Awesome. We should be. We were at one point. I don't know why we wouldn't be, but. Yeah. I've never like I've never done any. I've never looked up any of the MP3 stuff, but it's yep. cool to think we're on all that stuff out there. Yep, it's on that stuff too. So once again, we appreciate it, everybody. Have a great Christmas. Have a great holiday. We will see you before the new year. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who hosts Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FingerLinks1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York.